most international sports and entertainment news right here on GTR. GTR. Good morning and welcome to Daybreak News on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this morning, I will face off NPP leaders if they attempt to discredit me. Alan warns, Kolebu's dialysis price increase illegal and outrageous, says the minority. Nagrat demands immediate abolition of double track system and return to three-term calendar. And in other stories, um, that's in Yeji, fetish priest 62 kills wife 25 on suspicion of adultery. This business pots and showbiz is coming in this morning's bulletin. The news will be read by Awintemi Akansukum. Now let's settle for the details. A former stalwart of the governing new patriotic party, Alan Kojotramanting, has warned to face off against the leadership of the party if they attempt to discredit his contributions to the party following his resignation. Mr. Chomanting acknowledged his belief in the party's traditions and values, emphasizing that he would not sit down aloof to countenance any wrongdoing within the party. He remarked that he has a distinguished professional record locally and internationally, stressing that he doesn't waste his time on frivolous things. In an interview with the media, Alan asserted, I was part of the founding members of the party, I've paid my dues to the party, and I believe in the traditions and values of the party. But if things are going wrong, I can only commit to remaining calm for a certain time. But when it is going to jeopardize the very existence of our party, which is where we have gotten to, I will not stay and countenance that. He promised to give the party a run for their money in the 2024 polls, underscoring the importance of people being elected on their own merits and not riding on the back of a political party. Mr. Jomanting resigned from the party Monday, September 25, citing intimidations of his supporters and nepotism being played within the party. He therefore declared his intentions to contest as an independent candidate, a move which has shocked many in the country. Now, in other stories, the minority caucus in parliament has chastised the Kolebu Teaching Hospital for increasing the cost of renal dialysis from 380 Ghana cities to 765.24 Ghana cities, describing the move as illegal and outrageous. Speaking to the media, the minority caucus spokesperson on health, Kobina Minta Akando, said that the hospital cannot set its own fees and charges within without parliamentary approval. Akando also urged the facility to focus on providing quality health care to Ghanaians and not fixated on making profit. Akando added that the minority caucus will be compelled to visit the hospital to ascertain the situation if the outrageous charges is not halted by Monday, October 2, 2023. Now, to some education, the National Association of Graduate Teachers, NAGRAD, is demanding the immediate abolition of the double-track system and the resetting of the academic calendar across second-cycle schools 
to the previous three-term system. In 2018, the government of Ghana introduced a double-track system in response to the overwhelming demand for second-cycle education following the implementation of the free senior high school policy. But the association contends that the current double-track creates uncertainty and adversely affects the health of education workers with 40% of second-cycle schools still operating under the system in the country. Speaking at a press conference attended by the national executive members of the association, September 27, President of Nagrat Angel Kabonu stated the double track has brought about its attendant challenges and problems, especially for teachers. Teachers in schools were teaching across tracks, and as a result, most teachers in the senior high schools did not have holidays or rest period. This situation puts untold and undue pressure on the staff of our school. Mr. Kabonu announced Nagrat's position, stating we call on the Ghana Education Service to revert the school term to three terms, change the period from one hour to 40 minutes, and ensure that we have schools based on the, uh, the promise they made that the double track was going to end within five years. He emphasized that apart from teachers, non-teaching staff are also bearing the brand of the current system, compelling them to work without the throughout the year without rest. Mr. Kabonu further warned that if their demands are not met, the association would take further action. Now, a fetish priest, Mr. Solomon Mbalegon, age 62, has allegedly murdered his 25-year-old junior wife, Madame Nakoli, and thereafter committed suicide for alleged suspicion of infidelity. Mr. Mbelegon, also known as Okomfor Solomon, allegedly killed Madame Mbelegon on Thursday night at their home at Parambo, a suburb of Yeji, Pru East District of the Bono East region. Mr. Yusuf Sulemana, the assemblyman for the area who confirmed the incident to the media, said Mr. Mbelogom um, suspected that the wife had been having extramarital affairs with other men in the area. According to him, there was a misunderstanding between them, saying the man therefore stabbed the woman to death and later committed suicide by stabbing himself too. Mr. Suleimana explained the incident had created shock and dismay in the community as residents did not expect that Mr. Mbalagong could commit such a heinous act. He therefore advised residents to exercise restraint in approaching and dealing with marital issues of such nature to avert the loss of lives. Mr. Suleimana added that the Yeji police had since arrested a suspect in connection with the crime to assist in investigation, while the bodies had since been deposited at the St. Matthias Catholic Hospital at the Yeji for preservation. A source at the Yeji police station who spoke on condition of anonymity confirmed the incident to the media, saying that it was under investigation. Now, moving to some business this morning, the Ghana Revenue Authority GRA has been urged to intensify its decentralization efforts to enhance domestic resource mobilization 
and boost tax compliance in the country. This call comes from the Retired Customs Officers Association, addressing attendees at the fourth annual general meeting of the Retired Customs Officers Association in Accra. Major General Carl Modi retired, a former commissioner of the Customs Division of the GRA, emphasized the importance of adequately resourcing the division to overcome its challenges. On his part, the Commission of Customs at the Ghana Revenue Authority, Al Haji Seiji Idrisu, said the authority is unwavering in its commitments when forcing compliance strategies, ensuring that the government attains its revenue target. While the division remains dedicated to constructive engagement with the business community, it stands ready to take decisive action if any trader attempts to circumvent their surveillance. Now, moving to some sports, Chief Executive Officer for Malta Guinness Ghana Women's Premier League side, Berry Ladies, Gifty Owari Mensam, is the latest football stakeholder to pour out her admiration for Nora Hoftill's incredible start to her tenure as head coach of the Fourther Queens. The Swiss gaffer is on the verge of qualifying Ghana's Black Queens to the Women's AFCON scheduled for Morocco next year after missing out on the last edition. Gifty Owari Mensa stated in an exclusive interview with the media. Next up for Nora Hoptel and the girls is the 2024 Paris Olympic qualifiers against Benin in the second round slated for October. Hoptel was appointed as head coach of the senior women's national team, otherwise known as Black Queens, back in January after overseeing the Black Princesses as the technical advisor for the under-20 Women's World Cup in Costa Rica. The Princesses failed to qualify out of the group stage under Ben Foucault's guidance, the seed conceding nine goals and scoring just a single goal. Ghana's Black Princesses were paired with the United States, Netherlands and Japan in Group D and they failed to beat any of the three countries. For the Black Queens, Nora Hapto has brought a new identity to the team and has been tasked to qualify the team for the 2024 Women's Africa Cup of Nations in Morocco. Namibia, who was the host nation of the Women's AFCON in 2014, and now stands in Hartel's way of qualifying the team for next year's AFCON in Morocco. Now to some showbiz this morning, Hollywood writers ended their strike at midnight Pacific time, 700 GMT Wednesday, after nearly five months. The Writers Guild of America said in a statement that uh, union leaders voted unanimously to lift the restraining order and end the strike. Its 11,500 members will then vote on whether to approve a three-year deal that offers pay rises and prosecutions around use of artificial intelligence. A separate dispute involves actors who are also on strike. The writers' workout began on 2nd May, which members of the Screen Actors Guild um, joined on 13th July making it the longest strike to affect Hollywood in decades. They were striking in a row over 
um, pay and the use of artificial intelligence in the industry. It has cost the U.S. economy around $5 billion, according to an estimate from Milken Institute economist Kevin Clodin. And that's it with the Daybreak News on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us ghana talks radio on all social media platforms you can as well download the gtr app from your app store or google play to listen the news was read by awin timmy akansukum i say thanks so much for making time good morning get it big get it here listen to all your life mixes live radio programs and live entertaining and news package programs right here from gtr ghana talks radio